Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. Good morning, Bro SA. This is your ghost host, Tim Hansen, here with the Bros A Presidential PSA. The Bros convened to record this episode on Sunday, February 20th. We did receive a question regarding the Ukraine crisis this episode prior to the military actions launched by Russia. As such, some comments may be very outdated. (coughs) Matt. (coughs) Uh, We hope this provides some context and hope you enjoy the show. And we played through, and then at the end, the the son was like, do you have a YouTube channel? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I watched a couple of your videos. I was like, that's embarrassing, man. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, that's embarrassing for you. You should <laughs> Yeah, you should do something better with your time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean out here living a dream, getting recognized playing disc golf. Yeah. What a god. Internet famous, baby. Internet famous. <laughs> Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. And on an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. Uh, we are still down one bro as Tim Hansen continues to tend to actual real life obligations. What a loser. Lame. Hmm. Yeah complete simp move there to actually attend to <laughs> job such a simp thing to just go to work yeah. on a sunday god money bags hands and more like simp hands because that guy's a simp <laughs> but uh we're gonna try and uh, plug through as we uh as we are just to constitute us just three dudes hanging out cutting it up making jokes telling stories answering questions from you the audience that's so what we're going to do here on this Brose Brunch Sunday without without the services of Tim Hansen. It'll be like a it's car a run. It'll be like going back from like a car to a tricycle, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> that is a, we're, we're pretty adaptable that way. But welcome, everybody, to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. As always, the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a crisp, refreshing glass of wine or otherwise. So if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the air, you want to email that question to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But as always, we should discuss what we're drinking here before we get to those questions. So, Sean, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking New Schwanstein Castle, a Riesling. Um, 
And it's really good. It's just real mellow, and I'm I'm about it. It's sweet, but not overly sweet. It's just a good breakfast wine. <laughs> yeah, good dessert slash breakfast wine. Exactly. Riesling. Uh Rich, what are you drinking? I uh, finished my mead, which was only at a nice 8%, uh, and I am now drinking uh, Juggernaut Russian River Valley Pinot Noir 2019 at a whopping 14.5%, so definitely not a good breakfast wine. <laughs> uh, but I bought it because it has this awesome-looking bird thing on it, um, and it looks like, really cool. And Matt, it's a red, and I actually like it, so you might like it wow. too. Wow. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Huge development. Yeah. You get very sweet yeah. into the red wines. The uh, I'm going to read what it says with the um, tasting notes next session because it sounds ridiculous. But, All right. Yeah. It's a tease, ladies and gentlemen. Always teasing. <laughs> always, always stringing you along. There's always something else waiting around the corner here on the Brose podcast. Uh, I'm drinking Kahlua and coffee. That's all there is to it. Uh, Kahlua mix is great with coffee. I would highly recommend it as a morning after beverage. Uh Fun fact about this is that uh, it's coffee. Uh, it's kind of coming from uh, Wegmans is half calf coffee because uh, we have recently, uh, in addition to regular full caffeine coffee, we have acquired some half caffeinated coffee uh, on account of my wife can't have as much co- caffeine right now on account of the impending child. So, uh, so I'm drinking half calf right now. Also, to avoid uh, to avoid me just being turned up on four cups of coffee and alcohol to start my day <laughs> on a Sunday. Turned out for what? All right, Rich. <laughs> All right, Rich. Uh, you have our next round of questions, right? Yes, I do. All right. Again, brosequestions at gmail.com. If you want your question answered on the air, what is first? Uh, first question. When making new friends, what is one trait, behavior, characteristic that is a deal breaker? Uh, they're racist. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think I we know. should. I, we I, should. Yeah, I'm fifty-fifty on that. We, we <laughs> should disqualify like a bigot and a conserv and a conservative, like because those oh, are the, no, those no, are no, so dude. easy. I was gonna, I was I was going to go with like axe murderer. Like, <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you guys want to go to political ideologies, that's fine. I was just going to be like, no, if you've killed more than one person, I think I'm going to have I'm going to make an automatic fail on you on that application. They're a known felon, so... Uh. <laughs> yeah, they're a known felon, so I'm going to have to think long and hard about this one over the weekend before I consider hanging out with you again <laughs> in the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, At least until your parole's up. But uh, what, what, what do you then, Sean, what do you... What trait do you look at? And it's like, nope, just nope. Uh, I think when someone is like overly familiar with me, like when someone starts like taking the shit out of me before... We're there. You know what I mean? Oh, it's too soon. Yeah, yeah. It's like too soon. And you're like making fun yeah. of me like you've been like you've been friends with me for a long time. That's like a real I, it takes a lot to come back from that because it's like you don't I, I have that real gut, that visceral like you don't know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get it, get These it. other folks have earned this. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. Uh, I'd have to go um, with being shitty. It's a service industry or waitstaff. Um, that's a good one. If, 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 for instance, uh, when I, I had a roommate of two weeks and I kicked him out after two weeks, and I'm friends with his brother, and he wanted to try to reconnect our friendship between me and his brother. So, um, he was like, come on out, have drinks with us. And I went out, 
And uh, the server comes over and it's like, what can I get you guys today? And the first thing this dude says, my, my former roommate, your name first. And pretty much at that point on, I was just like, all right, I'm done. I don't need to be here anymore. That's just, come on now. But, yeah, yeah, that's yeah it's, I, I don't, I, I worked at fast food. So if you treat fast food and service industry people poorly, if you work, if you serve, if, uh, 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 like wait staff poorly, that speaks volumes to me. And so it's just like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Mm-hmm. That is a good one. I don't, hmm. Immediately disqualifying as far as, as, uh, as friendship is is tough i think if you if you have like like i'm generally not somebody who's going to be like yo if you have a different set of political beliefs than me then we can't be friends but if you have like a like a cockamamie one <laughs> like I, I i've had people come up to me and say the phrase i had uh i had somebody come up to me and say the phrase like oh you know because all their lives matter now and i'm like oh god damn it like because <laughs> it's not at that point it's not just a political opinion it is like a a, a life mantra that you have is is going to inform a lot of your other decisions and because i'm not going to be able because if you express an opinion like that then i look at you interacting with other people and being like do they know that do you think that do they know that you you have this opinion of like black people like you do they know x y or z so i think it's got to be like look if you just say that like yo i believe in a higher tax rate than you i'm not gonna be like well fuck this guy what a piece of shit like but if you're but that's the difference like the if your political opinion is that like we need to reclaim society from the Jews or something? Then yeah, that's that's going to be an immediately disqualifying opinion for me. So that's probably one of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's, it's honestly it's both of yours, frankly, because uh, the service industry one, like just just random people on this, like not on the street, like just random people. Like if you're if you're treating people that you have no personal connection with like an asshole, then it's like well, this, this again is going to inform your other behavior. It's not somebody yeah. that I want to associate with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Uh, I mean, I could go on a on a gross tangent on this one, but I don't know if I want to. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll I'll talk about it. Uh, there was one. Here dude, we go. There was one. Dude, <laughs> anyone I, with an ingrown an, anyone with an ingrown toenail is out no, of Rich's friend. No. <laughs> no. Worse. Uh, <laughs> if I find out that you are just kind of a disgusting human being. Uh, in a sense that there was this one guy I used to associate with, uh, I met him through other friends. And then I found out that like the way he lived in his apartment where he would, uh, self-please himself and just leave it finished anywhere he finished on, uh, like the wall and stuff and wouldn't clean up after himself. Uh, to a point where, like, he even would just let his dog just pee and poop in the apartment itself. Yeah, I was just like, all right, dude, I can't. You I just met can't. this person? <laughs> I, I was in a friend group with this person for years. Like, I have, I, knew, I knew him for a long time. It's been years since I talked to him. But, like, it, he, he left his apartment in such a state that I remember him saying... He knows he's not getting his um, uh, uh, down payment or whatever, his security deposit security back. Security deposit. Uh, but all of his banking information and everything else had changed from the time that he started living there to the time that he was going to be moving out. And so they weren't going to be able to find him for 
actually paying for more damages that he had left in the, the, the apartment. So when he was going to move out, he was just going to leave and not pay, not let them know that he was done. And just stop paying rent and everything. So this is why you don't want to talk to Vince anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. Comes out. Look, I love Becky, but Vince, he just he just makes some weird decisions. Uh, <laughs> Changed his lifestyle a lot in the last couple of years. He's yeah. not just honking it off all the time, yeah, just he, leaving it for the dog. He, you think being a realtor, he'd know better. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> um, any other? Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's go on. What's the next question? Let's, let's move on. All right, all right. This uh, this scenario is uh, submitted to us by Brian Everett. It's two weeks in a graduate school semester. Your professor sends a message regarding an article saying graduate school will increase anxiety and depression in adults. What's your next move? So it's almost like I need more information on this. So the, <laughs> apropos of nothing, presumably is, one of Brian's is, professors has sent him an article saying like, yo, you guys are going to be done mentally based on this <laughs> course load I'm yeah. about to drop on you. Yeah, Sean, you know Brian know, more than yeah. us. Could you uh, let's shed some light on this? Or I, I don't think I can. Uh, okay, Brian, uh, I, I think um, if you get, I don't know, you just you tough it out. I guess it sucks, but like you're already in grad school, you should mm. tough it out. Like, don't do what I did and stop going halfway through. <laughs> Because then you're just saddled with a bunch of debt and you don't have anything to show for it. Mm-hmm. I'll go a step further. I think you've got your professor has signaled to you that they are going to be the understanding type. Like your professor is willingly providing you this information. Like I know based on, the, again, it depends. I look, it depends on the class, it depends on the context and everything like that. But if I had a professor reach out to me and say, here's an article that I read that I understand that graduate, that graduate school increases anxiety and depression. I know that you guys are going to be going through some shit. And you, you, I'm going to be more understanding. I would have a more positive opinion of that professor knowing that I could – maybe not that I could go to them, but that like if I needed to, hey, look, I, I've, I'm having trouble with this assignment. I'm having trouble with some stuff. That that professor is going to be understanding and that professor is going to be maybe an open door for you. Mm-hmm. So I, that's, that's the way I would take it. I, I would not take it as like – you know. I'm sure that there is a, an interpretation of that where you take it as a warning shot, like the professor's <laughs> trying to win it, winnow down the field a little bit. I have had professors do that. I remember in undergrad, I had an econ professor who like really did his best to scare the shit out of people uh, like the first couple of weeks. And I sat near the front and it just got worse and worse and worse throughout the course of the semester. And I, I never noticed people f- shuffling in after me. And at the end of the semester, he was like, yeah, look, we had a, we have some less people here than when we started. And I turned around and like, there was a third of the class and then was there at the beginning of the semester and he successfully cut down on the amount of work he had to do because he had started off with like 40 people in the class and then he had like 13. So, uh, so I, there are definitely professors that do that, but I, if, I, I think I would interpret this more positively and, and more subtly than, than, uh, than you might. I, I think this is a good thing that your professor is notifying you of this. Yeah. I'm, I'm more in the Sean's boat of tough it out kind of since Due to the fact that you already have to pay for that class. Like, you've already put the money out. Um, you're already paying, spending the money to just stop there because of that. It's, it's gonna That's going to give you more anxiety and depression because you're going to have spent money that just doesn't matter anyway. Um, so the, the, the money mind in me is like, yeah, I'd kind of be re- willing to take that risk because I don't want to have spent worthless money. 
And as far as your next move, I think it's, I don't know, respond to the professor and be like, yeah, man, it's tough. Tough scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, the next move is probably just attend class next time and be like, hey, guys. Yeah. Good article. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I'm in grad school class right now. Uh, any other thoughts? No. Yeah. No, I'm good. Uh, what's next then, Rich? Um, when was the last time you lied, and what was it? Um, you told I told Brian a minute ago that everything was going to be fine. <laughs> 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 uh, what's the last time you guys lied? I lie all the time to Alice. <laughs> like you know when uh, like she'll she's she's figured out how to get Alexa to respond. And so I'll like mute Alexa or whatever, not mute her, but like turn her off and be like, oh, Alexa's mm-hmm. sleeping. <laughs> can't can't ask her any more questions right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa only speaks Spanish now. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Alexa yeah. can't turn on the lights in your room. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. Rough deal. Um, I, I, It's probably like so, like a telemarketer or somebody. It's probably just like, yeah, I can't talk to you right now. Uh, or I'm not interested. Um, I don't know. It's it's probably something benign like that. Like it's it, it's not like a, a thing where I like you know I, I like told my boss that I can't do this because somebody else you know messed up and it was actually me. Like it's, it's not anything big like that. It's probably like t- I'm trying to get off the phone and I'm like, okay, I, I got to go. I got something to do. <laughs> I don't have anything to do. I just want, don't want to be on the phone with whoever that is anymore. It's probably what it is. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what it probably was? I was when I was talking to somebody at work. It was uh, somebody from another department, and they're like, "Oh, you got big plans for the weekend?" I'm like, "Ah, not much." And I actually did have big plans for the weekend. I had stuff going on. Like it was gonna be a busy weekend. I just didn't feel like getting into it with that. Guy. So, uh, so it's probably that. <laughs> I don't want to be like, "Oh, I'm, I'm a lame guy," but I, like I don't. I don't uh, there's times when I don't have time for the small talk and I just want to be like, nah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Hmm. It's just, you know, give me, give me one of those weekends. What about you, Bill? <laughs> and Bill can go off and tell me about his kid's soccer practice or whatever. Thanks, Bill. Great. Now let's, let's go. Chop, chop. We got a client to talk about. Hmm. I, so I have a, uh, a weekly D and D game. Well, it was weekly. It's now turned to every other week. Um, because See, there it is. Just lie to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's because they. That's um, I was two seconds ago. Uh, they we they still get together every week, but um, on on like off weeks they play a different game system, which I do want to play, but with the world sort of slightly opening back up, and with everything I've been trying to do with all the other D and D games that I'm playing and and streaming and everything. I need Saturday nights back to myself. So like anytime they ask me if I'm going to play, I just, I just tell them I'm too busy. I'm too busy during those. uh, Like I want to play that game, but I just, I don't have it in me to play it. So instead of saying like, I don't have it in me to play anymore to play every week anymore. It's um, I'm too busy here. I'm too busy there. It's I'm just constantly too busy. So it's like, it it I'm 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 every other week I'm lying and saying like I'm too busy when it's really I just want to sit there and 
watch a movie on a Saturday night and not have to worry about being social. Sometimes you need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 A long time. Yeah. 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 Any other, uh, any other lies? Just spill it all right now. Just mm. All the, all the, all the mistruths and misdeeds. <laughs> um, what other lies do you tell Alice, Sean? I, I, I want to dig yeah, into this a little yeah. bit. Uh, I, need some, I need some training on what exactly I can, I can misdirect my child on. It's why is your daughter going to have trust issues? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's mostly that things are sleeping. Like oh, Plato's yeah. sleeping. Yeah. Uh, Plato's sleeping. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, but it's mostly that we're like, um, we're like giving her two options for, for like clothes and being like, you can wear this or this and that's it. There's nothing right. else. Yeah, there's like 95 other options, yeah. but you can't, you can't, you can't information overload her. Exactly. Two and a half. Exactly. She gets two options and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. One option for each year of life. Yeah. Once you turn three, guess what? You get to pick three. Yeah, three options. Yeah. It just goes up from there. Yeah. But then but once you reach like 15, you start to limit your options back down. So 15, mm-hmm. you only have four. Like, because at that point, it's just like, all right, I'm just putting on this shirt because it's there. I also don't like the idea of Sean holding up outfits for his 15 year old daughter and being like, you got this or this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not going outside uh, wearing that. That's not mandated from today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Delilah's is sleeping right now. You can't go. <laughs> I don't know why she should be at Delilah's, but yeah, at 15, but yeah, at 15. Yeah. The night. Yeah. Whatever, whatever fun that yeah, your, your friend's house is sleeping. Uh, Rich, what's next? Oh, uh, oh, it is me. Uh, let's see. Next question is, um, Who's the last person you searched on social media? Huh. It was probably in in, in the continuing Ben Simmons saga. It was probably like an NBA reporter that I don't follow. Like, and I probably just searched for their Twitter handle so I could follow their their stream of events. It might have been like I don't know Adrian Wojnarowski, although I think I follow him. It was probably like a, a an NBA reporter or somebody like not somebody personally, like not, not creeping. Recently, hmm. um, mine was. Well, don't get don't get twisted. I do creep. Yeah, don't get it wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this tweak is uh, still some creep. Uh, mine was I searched my cousin because I was looking for an obit like the ob- obituary that she had posted for her dad. It's not super happy, but that's what it was. It was I was looking up. I was trying to figure out when the funeral was. Mm-hmm. 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 It uh honestly it's um it was Zach Braff. Um because he wasn't on the most recent episode of Fake Doctors Real Friends. Um and they explain it's because somebody of in his life took their life and I, I wanted to know who 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 it was and he had posted about it on Instagram. So I searched it up, ended up following him because I didn't know I wasn't following him and found out who it was. It was his uh, agent or manager, somebody like that. It was really sad, but I just I wanted to know why he wasn't on. Uh, but instead, they talked about Donald Faison's new episode or new show. Hmm. So. What's Donald Faison's new show? Um, it's called Alabama Jackson. 
It is uh, basically a take on Indiana Jones, but uh, through the eyes of like black history. And so Alabama Jackson, who is played by Donald Faison, uh, travels through time, saving it from Woodrow Wilson, who apparently is a known racist. And I did not really know that, but I never really Mm -hmm. followed history. And so he goes through time, saving black history from stuff that Woodrow Wilson is time traveling, trying to destroy. So like one of the episodes, he he saves um, Nelson Mandela and he travels through time with uh, Harriet Tubman, who is voiced by Wanda Sykes. Mm. Yeah, I have. Oh, so it's an animated series. It's animated series. It's a uh, stop motion animated by the people who did uh, Robot Chicken. Oh, I yeah. was hoping it was the people who did Wallace and Gromit. No, no, it's Robot Chicken. That's uh, a shame. It should be Wallace and Gromit. All <laughs> stop motion should be Wallace and Gromit. It really should. Yeah, it's all. It's just Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run all the time. <laughs> but it's, uh, uh, what's his, next his, then? Uh, what's next? Okay, Rich. Um, why did that close? Because oh, I was figuring out who I last searched. Uh, question submitted by Brian Everett. Uh, how concerned are you about this ongoing crisis with Russia? Uh, quite concerned because there was explosions last night. Uh, in in the Ukraine. Mm. Yeah, that it's. I'm totally fearful that this is going to lead to World War Three. I don't think it's going to. No, I, 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 no, I don't think so. I, I think it's, it's like I think it, that uh, Russia is bad, but I also don't think it is. Again, this is a uh, political analyst Matt Casnell here, uh, known international crisis consultant Matt Casnell here. <laughs> uh, it's not in Russia's best interest to go and do that because all Russia is doing right now is reinvigorating NATO and uh, making NATO a thing again and making NATO relevant again. And I don't mm-hmm. think that they they do not have a vested interest in going in and trying to, to invade all of Ukraine with pretty big territory. I, I just don't think it's going to lead to full-scale war. I, I simply do not. Mm-hmm. It's not in their best interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually think that Jolt, Jolt and Joe Biden has handled this uh, moderately well, even though he's like, I think that it's imminent that Russia is going to go and invade Ukraine. And I, you know, look, he knows more than me. He's in the meetings, but I, I don't think, uh, I, I do not think that it is going to lead to wide-scale multi faction war because that is not in Russia's best interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine how this be handled with Trump? Well, it wouldn't be handled at all. He yeah. wouldn't, do sh- he wouldn't do anything. Putin's his boy. Yeah, right. He wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't do anything about it. The handling of it would be talking about like how unfair it is that like he had to pay for his own parking at Mar-a-Lago last week or something. <laughs> like that, that would be the way it was handled. He'd, he'd be sending tanks to the Russian side of the border right now mm. to help yeah. aid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't be handled. What about you, Sean? What do you think about this whole Russia thing? Ain't, ain't it crazy? Ain't it crazy, man? It is crazy. I think, yeah, I think it's just going to be, um, I think Russia will do the least it can do to like, cause it, it, it is not in Russia's best interest to start World War three. No. Right now, so I think at at worst we're going to see Russia encroach upon Ukraine, and then like uh, that's about it. It's just like Russia might get part of Ukraine, but I don't think like it's going to be ten years. Yeah, ago. exactly. And it's just going to be like a little thing. Yeah, it's going to be posturing, and it's it's 
it's it's negotiating. It's going to be like, yo, we might invade Ukraine, but if you promise never to have Ukraine in NATO, then we'll, we won't do it. And then, and then everything will be fine. I think there, there's a list of demands that Russia is hoping to obtain through this. And it's like, but they're holding Ukraine essentially hostage. But what they want is not just the Ukrainian land. They want promises from the United States and they want promises from Europe. And the moment that they, the moment that they actually go and do it, is the moment that they don't have any more leverage. I mean, that they don't leverage, but the moment that they can't just like negotiate with the United States and, and Europe anymore. Mm-hmm. Like the moment they invade, it's like, well, you've done the thing that you promised that you would do only if we didn't negotiate with you. I think I think this is all posturing. Not all posturing, because I don't think Vlad's got it in him to not do and to not have a modicum of a chance of actually invading <laughs> Ukraine. But I think most of it is posturing, is okay. it is negotiating tactic. But that's just me. And I mean, shit, what do I know? <laughs> the fucking Rick and Morty cup on Sunday morning, just spitballing about like international relations, pretending like pretending like I can name a part of Ukraine that's not Crimea. Like, I simply don't know. I, I, I know what I have read from other people who know a lot more about this than me. And the general gist that I've gotten is that, yeah, there's a chance. But the most likely scenario is that there's not World War Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I am not a very good political at, like I don't I don't follow politics all that much, so like mm-hmm. I I get the bare minimum yeah. front of the the face of the news essentially, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. And so, I like for me I'm like oh this is concerning, but you guys mm-hmm. a little bit more educated than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, man, I'm a libertarian, and the 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 joke of libertarians is that the one thing you can get a libertarian to shove about politics is ask them about international relations. <laughs> uh, they, don't, they don't give a shit. Like you just tell, you just tell, tell any libertarian that like, oh, the Russian, what the Russians really want is for the United States to give them uh, one of those lepos, and then you say, oh, what is a lepo? What is a lepo? <laughs> got him. See, got him. It's a, it's a <laughs> six-year-old Gary Johnson joke. <laughs> am, am, am I am I a libertarian? Because I, I don't know that. You know what a lepo is? Well, it no. puts you in common with the 2016 Libertarian Party presidential candidate. Gary Johnson and his vice presidential running mate, Bill Weld. They did not. Aleppo uh, is the capital of Syria. See, I'm going to fuck it up now. I think it's the capital of Syria. Uh, but now I'm going to have to look it up because I do not remember. Uh, yeah. What is Aleppo? Uh, yeah. City in Syria. It was like it was like the, the central part of Syria that was like the like the like the, the nexus of that war that was going on in Syria. And somebody asked them, somebody asked uh, Gary Johnson a question about it on TV. And he was like, what is Aleppo? And the host literally said like, are you kidding me? <laughs> because, uh, like, he's like, yeah, like schmucks like me and you might not know what Aleppo is, but the guy who's going to be like the commander in chief might want to know. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of that. Any other thoughts on Russia and Ukraine? No, 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 Hope- none. I, uh, I I think of the worst. I hope for the best. Should we call them and ask if they have any dirt on Hunter Biden? And then if they do, should we help them? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Because that's that's a strategy I don't think anybody's considered yet. Is just calling them and, and straight up blackmailing them for information about Hunter Biden. Is it is that why this is all happening? Did Trump go to Putin and say, in order to get me back into the presidency, we need dirt on Hunter Biden, so go to the Ukraine? Is that all that's going on here? I mean, it's probably like, like what I mean. Trump is the shadow president. We all know that. So, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he's operating <laughs> shadow presidency. I, he he uh he took over on January sixth of this year. It's just it was all underground. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, January 6th of 2022, exactly one year to the date, uh, the same way he took over in August of 2021 uh, and in uh, March of 2021 as well. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's incredible. He said three separate underground uh, inaugurations. <laughs> uh, I, what is next? All right. We got next is uh, what if you could trade places with anyone for a day, who would it be? My cat. <laughs> sleep all day roll around on the floor get fed on demand shit in a box sounds pretty sweet i assume the question wants me to aim a little higher than that though so uh, <laughs> a cat. what do you <laughs> like the cat it's somebody i one of the animals i see every day uh if you could trade places with anyone for a day who would you trade with sean um i think i would trade with the CEO of my company. Okay. To try to like, I just want to see what that's like for a day just to see like Mm -hmm. why they make the decisions that they do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like we just recently had this whole situation where we were going to go to a, like an external uh, vendor for something that we didn't need to. And like, so why are you trying to spend more money than you need to when you could just give me that money? You know? Yeah. You just give it why to give me. Why give the money? Yeah. yeah. Now, would you make any permanent decisions as part of this? Like, are you just trying to gather information? Like, would you go in there and be like, I declare that from this day forward, everybody gets $20,000 bonuses every, <laughs> every, every fiscal quarter? I think, I, I don't think so. I think it would be mostly just a fact-finding mission. All right, just a little recon. S- yeah, just see what's going on. Hey, you're uh, you're kinder than I am. <laughs> um, if I could pick what day as well to trade the places, it would have been uh, Bezos on the day that he flew to the edge of space, and then at That'd the end of dope. flying, huh? That'd be pretty dope. It'd space, be pretty man. dope. Uh, yeah. And then at the end of flying to the edge of space, when we reached land again, I would have bought myself Richard Sweeten a bunch of shit and mailed it to myself using Bezos's money. Um, and oh, you signed don't, a contract, signed a contract as Bezos <laughs> saying that I could not take back any of the shit that I bought on that day nah, for anybody. And then here's, maybe here's, here's given, a, maybe been philanthropic and given money to like charities and stuff too. Like, I think charity is the way to go. Here's the problem. If you just out of the blue, donate all your money from Jeff Bezos's account to rich Sweeten of, of Belmar, New Jersey, uh, the next day when you're transported back into Richard Sweeten's uh, body, uh, the next visitor you get is a knock on the door from the FBI uh, <laughs> because there's no it's like, hold on, wait a minute. Like, unless Jeff Bezos went insane, you're pulling some shit and we want to talk to you. Jeff uh, Bezos. That, that sounds like a, 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 Jeff Bezos would not have any recollection of going to space or anything else. He would have lost all of his memory, obviously. Would, well, yeah, but he could look in his bank account <laughs> and, and be like, but, oh, wait a minute. There's a jig $20 billion hole where this investment should be. I mean, I wouldn't have donated any money to myself. I just would have bought myself stuff. <laughs> Sent it to a, a, a prime shipping container so that I have to go pick it up. Mm. Say it's for Bezos, but send the emails to myself. 
Oh, you say, oh, so you send it to like one of those Amazon lockers? And yeah, I've, I've got one at shop right down the street. I could just easily just stick, go. Stick like a Bowflex gym inside one of those like pen lockers. Exactly. Philly. Exactly. <laughs> Whoa, sweet. You know, they make they make mattresses in a box. I'm sure they can make workout equipment in a box. So. All right. So Rich would trade places with, with Bezos. <laughs> um, Boy. You know, I would trade places... Boy, this is tough. This is a big, a big opportunity because, like you say, you, you gather information on, like, you know, how the how like an executive operates on a day to day basis. I would want to to. I'd be an NFL place kicker. No, NFL punter. Because I just want to see what it's like. Because it's the one thing on the football field that I think I could fake, and like I would still be to be clear awful at this would still be awful at punting can't do it but it's the one area where i think i could feasibly get away with it and just be like oh look he had a bad day he punted you know a couple of balls 20 yards what a you know shanked it a little bit but like very limited chance of contact i could get my acl destroyed because somebody could fly into my acl and i'd be completely unprotected and i'd have my plant foot in the air but like yeah i I do nfl punter or boy the problem is, is that if I do anything that's more adventurous than that, there's a chance that I die in the person's body. And that's, I think my next question is like, if I could trade place anybody for a day, but I die while I'm that person, do I die? Is it like, if you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> like, is it one of those situations? Like, do I, is like, if I, if I, cause if I, if, if I want to trade places with like Bear Gryllis and like, I've got all of Bear Gryllis' physical tools, but none of the mental capacity to like <laughs> fight off a grizzly. Like is if I die as Bear Gryllis, does the does the world lose two souls that day? Because you've lost Bear Gryllis and you've lost me. <laughs> I th- I think I think it would be. Does Bear Gryllis get trapped in my body, and that would be brutal. Yeah, I think yeah, you're switching places. So if if Bear Girl's body gets destroyed, mm-hmm. um, that's 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 an interesting concept. Am I just lost in the ether at that point, like floating around? And then also the the alternative is that if you trade places, for example, Rich with with Jeff Bezos, and you suddenly see if you're Jeff Bezos, you wake up in Rich's body and you wake and you check, you know, MSNBC in the morning or CNBC, and you're like, well, Bezos making some strange transactions today on the market, sending all this packaging. <laughs> you just start like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> like, you start losing your mind. But who's who's gonna trust Rich Sweeten saying that he's Jeff Bezos? And that's that true. He is some he's a very uns- is unsavory, untrustworthy someone. fellow. Like, like it's just that's. Then you get people know. start digging into your past. You're like, yeah, here, here you hang out with this guy who like jerked off on the walls and wouldn't clean up after his dog in the apartment. <laughs> his character is just assassinated at that point. I didn't. I trust me. I never chose to hang out with him. He was just part of a friend group. <laughs> that's uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, uh, any I, other people that you would trade places with? Uh, I no, nah. Maybe yeah. maybe somebody in the courtrooms when the Trumps are being questioned right now because they are all being summoned. So I just want to mm. be in the courtroom and just hear the lies that we're getting from Junior, uh, Senior, and and Ivanka. The, the space trip reminded me of something because you guys have seen those Matthew McConaughey commercials where he's like pretending he's going to space, but then he's like, yo, actually, the future is right here on planet Earth. You guys seen those commercials? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's in like I a know fancy for. car. Like, I get why he's doing it because, you know, because of Musk and, and Bezos trying to go to space. 
there's some like five year old who's like dreaming of working for NASA and seeing this and being like, oh, we don't want to. Like you're shooting down the dreams of children at this point. Like we, we can we can argue the merits of like sending billionaires to space without being like, yo, let's not go to space anymore. Like space is in, uh, the the idea of exploration and actually like scientific discovery that can only be made in outer space does not need to be disparaged just because like Richard Branson can do it now too. <laughs> like yeah, like it's a thing. They're a dream. You get you get you can do both. You can explore space and also like put a can in the recycling bin and plant a tree guys yeah mm-hmm. oh. hot takes uh what's next uh next question is oh boy oh boy sorry i'm taking so long uh who has the best sense Dicked. of humor in this room sean oh it's probably sean I have the easiest laugh in this room. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best sense of humor, but I have the easiest laugh. I think I think I think I find the most my spectrum of what I find funny is pretty wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are, are well, you I mean, gonna say yourself yeah. as well, Sean? I'll say me. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with me as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. It's we've we've yeah. We've uh shared multiple times. Anytime it's like, what do you want to learn from someone and whatnot? It's like I want to learn how to be funny like Sean is. Like we we've always wanted I've always wanted to do like to either A watch Sean do stand up comedy or B talk <laughs> about stand up comedy and do a, a routine with Sean and like I you're you're a funny dude. And and so I just I I I always always think of you having like probably the best sense of humor in most of the friend group, if not all of it. Well thank you. Mm-hmm. The other thing is you could be that person that like, you know, that story that every comedian tells when like they're saying like, oh, how'd you get your start in stand up? It's like, well, I was at this bar and like, you know, my friends like forced me to do it. And then I went up and did my tight 15 that I've had prepared for years. And I was completely <laughs> unexpected. Like no idea that I was going to have to do it. Like you would actually you could be that person where we're just like, yeah, let's put Sean on there. Like it's, it's, it's open mic night and you pass it around. Everybody else is doing songs. We're going to have Sean go up there and do his five minutes. Like I think we could. We could pull that off. So you would be that guy. Nice. So what I'm hearing is, uh, when we do a brose, uh, brose live, we'll have the opener of Sean doing a tight five, <laughs> tight five, and then and then and then, um, uh, Matt, what was your and Tim's um, high school rock band? Uh, uh, visibly blind, visibly, visibly blind. blind, do doing a good like three song set, something like that. Uh, and then us, and I'll just be in the background playing video games at some point, probably, or something like that. Doop, doop, I'll host doop. it. I'll host it. I'll MC it. There you go. <laughs> Finally. We have Brose live performance. We did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what is next? Uh, next is... Um, what do your parents call you? Too often. I mean, uh, <laughs> it is... Uh, my dad calls me Matt or Maddie, and my mom calls me Matt or Sweetie, I guess, or Honey. It's still like those little pet names. It's usually some variation of Matt or Maddie if we're going by first names. Uh, they both call me like Rich or Richie. They don't. I don't. I don't get like any of those pet names or anything like that. It's just generally. Rich or Richie or, or get over here, jackass. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. 
I get pal from my dad as well. <laughs> big, big, big Ron's a pal guy. Hey, pal, how's it going? It, yeah. I feel like if my dad were to give me like a pal or whatever, I'd I'd be like this sarcastic. All right, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> okay, <laughs> chief. What's up, champ. Yeah. <laughs> chief. So good. Uh, Sean, what do your parents call you? Uh, I think they just call me Sean. I don't think. I can't think of any like pet names that they call me, which is just very Irish of them. <laughs> mm. Do you uh, do you go by first names with your folks? Because I'm still a mom and dad guy. Yeah, I'm oh, still mom yeah. and dad. Not call me like sup, Ron. Like I don't none of that. <laughs> I when I uh, when I like see my dad like and I'm saying hi. I'm like, hey Jimbo, how you doing? But afterwards, it's dad. Like I'm, I'm generally like mom and dad, but it's hey Jimbo, but then it's yeah. dad. Actually, sometimes it's grandma and grandpa now. Oh yeah, yeah, Mimi yeah. and pop up for if my nieces are there, it's Mimi and pop up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. And it's a, the very different households. Like I remember when I was younger, and I heard like any kid talk about their parents on a first name basis. I'm like, Oh, you're a bad kid. Like, for some reason, I thought that was like a moral judgment. Like, Oh boy, you're edgy. You know, <laughs> sorry. T- t- calling your dad Dennis like that. Like, it's just nothing. Like can't imagine it. Like obviously it's whatever. It's not a big deal, but like, I just couldn't fathom it. it was the, I don't know. I was, I was talking product my s- of my raisin, I guess, as Gretchen Wilson once said, I don't know. One of them product of my raisin. I was uh I was talking to my sister the other day and I went to a luncheon um two weeks ago uh with my mom and uh my uncle my uncle Eric. I, uh he was talking about my grandparents, his parents that had passed, and uh he's this big, round, big, slick back hair, tough looking, bearded Italian dude. Like you look at him, you think either mob or just a tough guy. Harley guy. And he still calls my grandparents mommy and daddy. And I was just like, you are so adorable. <laughs> it's the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Mommy and daddy. Yeah. Hey, man. Sometimes you got to have respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Respect for the elders. <laughs> uh, Rich, what's next? Next, we've got the final question for this episode. Uh, what, what are you looking forward to right now? They got day off tomorrow. Sweet. Me too. Nice. Honestly, I'm so oh, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited to just I, have that relaxing day. I work yeah. for a bank, and I'm not off tomorrow. So you guys both suck. Woof. Mm. <laughs> I'll be. I'll. I'll be playing. I'll be learning to play the world's smallest violin for you tomorrow while I'm like playing Madden on my other hand. Ouch. Uh. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to Tuesday for having no work because we work tomorrow, and there won't be any work since we're working tomorrow on Tuesday. Um. You know, any uh, I'm trying to think, what is there to look forward to? I suppose I should also say that my daughter is due. In a month. <laughs> uh, so, the, the, one of the reasons that I'm looking forward to the day off tomorrow is like, okay, this is like the one day that I've gone to just like relax and like have myself a little bit before like a lot of shit changes in about three, three and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, but but the the birth of my daughter is is extremely. Uh, exciting and terrifying at the same time my wife and i have been been alternating between like 
oh my god, this is like we put in the car seat yesterday, and we're like, oh man, he's gonna be sitting in the car. This is where this is where she's gonna be, like a baby in this seat, like right across caddy corner from from me. And the other times where I'm like, I'm gonna drop her immediately. Like, that's it. Like, first things first is just like slides right through my hands or something like that. So we, we've been we've been alternating between like best case and worst case scenarios, but it is ultimately like a a, a an event of immense joy and it's something that i am absolutely looking forward to so uh, so i suppose to give a, a slightly better and more robust answer than like yo man i can make wings tomorrow and nobody can tell me to stop then <laughs> i guess i'll say i guess i'll say the birth of my child as well, first child as well. so um is there a a casnell house rule that uh you're not allowed to go and take stairs with the baby in hand there's <laughs> No, as a matter of fact, it's just going to have to be because uh, my wife is going to be in absolutely no condition to be taking mm-hmm. stairs shortly after uh, the baby is born. I'm just going to have to like really resist what I normally do on <laughs> stairs, which is just get into a sprinter stance and dash down <laughs> the stairs as quickly as possible. Uh, it'll be like me when I have like you know the, the walk that you have when like you're bringing a drink downstairs or upstairs, but you feel it like just that much too close to the rim like it's not overflowing but like you know in any one false move is gonna like spill a bunch of coffee on the wall that is gonna be the way i'm walking with the baby for at minimum the first three weeks of us having the child it's just gonna be like oh oh here we go like, the, 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 the kind the kind of walk that like doesn't help anything but like you have no you can't help it so you that, should, that, when, that is gonna be the way it goes when the crib comes in just set it up in the in the in the living room for like the first couple weeks when the crib comes, I'm going to put like toboggan skis on the bottom of it and start riding it down the stairs with the baby. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys are looking forward to? Well, it's it's not set yet, but um, streaming, I, I've also recently, along with being affiliated, have become, um, uh, I've broken 100 followers, so I'm planning on doing some form of giveaway in the upcoming weeks. I'm looking forward to trying to plan that out and figure that out. It's going to be like a Funko Pop or something. I don't I don't have the money to give away actual money or gift cards. Um, but there's that and just... Uh, yeah, nothing really major. Maybe the Breath of Baby Kaz as well I'm looking forward to. See. Yeah, yeah that's going to be pretty <laughs> just, sick. To see if you actually do it or if you've been pulling your leg for the last <laughs> <Yeah>. nine months. <laughs> yeah. Psych! Ah, there's uh, no baby... Yeah, gotcha. We're just adopting another cat. (laughs) Gotcha. That's the gender reveals. You're pulling out a new cat. Yeah. The the, the gender reveals, there's no gender because they've been spayed and neutered. Here we go. All right. Some good stuff to look forward to. Yeah. 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 Big stuff, little stuff. Days off. Yeah, Sean. Seriously, though, Sean, you and me. Come through huge on the day off. Tomorrow. Hell yeah. President's Day. Yeah. Gotta go back in time. That would be the thing. I'd switch bodies with George Washington just so I could like leave a note that says, hey, thanks, man, for the day off <laughs> in 2022. And then he'd come back and be like, cool. I gave, I gave that chucklehead a day off in <laughs> 250 years. Uh, that's everything, right, Rich? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the last question of the session. Anyone with a closing thought or a take? No, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of taped out lately. Mm. Do you have a take, Matt? Tapering down the takes. <sighs> Do I? Hold on. Let me look at my little list here. Because uh, most of these things, I've, uh, I start writing them down, but there's mostly... Uh, I mostly bring them up. I, 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 the, only, the only take, again, is I, I saw... 
we seriously do have to ban gambling because uh, uh, nothing is sadder or grosser than watching. Uh, there was back-to-back commercial I saw the other night of Lawrence Fishburne stumping for a World Series of Poker app and then Megan Trainer immediately afterwards promoting some sort of Candy Crush, like, gotcha game ripoff. Dude, it's disgusting. You just got to be oh, – typically everybody can just do what they want, but, like, stop it. It's, it's a disgusting, gross thing. Gambling must be banned again. <laughs> not, not really, but it should be. Mm-hmm. Not just sports gambling, like anything. The fucking lottery. Get it all out of here. Like, is it pray, pray, praying on the weak, praying on the, the, the disadvantage, praying on people who don't know any better. Like, you're not just, it's all gross. It's all disgusting. I hate it. I hate it. If you're at minimum, get rid of the lottery. That's, that's just my perpetual take, though. So, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with the lottery. Like, the lottery is mm. kind of bullshit. I, I will partaking the lottery when the numbers get high but it's just overall it's just it's major bullshit and it shouldn't be a thing it's supposed to help elderly americans but how does it really help like i i remember like a portion of the proceeds go to help senior communities or something but doesn't it depends on the state pennsylvania it's benefits older citizens i think north carolina and louisiana it's like benefits schools or something along Mm -hmm. those lines uh, but yeah, there's, you know, you could do that by not like encouraging uh, a defective behavior. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not encourage. You could, you could do that by pulling money out of like, I don't know, like, you know, congressman salaries, or you could do that uh, from pulling it out of like the police budget. Uh, you yeah. could do that by a lot of other ways. That'd be better uses of our money than like encouraging uh, on predominantly people who have the least amount of money in the state. Uh, by you, know, you could get the money from not that pool of people, but or you could just keep doing what you're doing and have to run an ad that says if you have a if you have a problem with gambling uh, from gambling on this state sponsored program, call this other state sponsored program uh, and we'll help. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. That's a, but that's a perpetual take. It just got reinvigorated by seeing uh, Morpheus try to tell me about like how Alice is making the most of her. Not Alice. I just picked Alice's uh, Sean's daughter's name for no reason. It wasn't Alice. Uh, Alice is not addicted to like you know video poker at this point, as far as I know. But it was Lawrence Fishburne talking about like, look, Emily here is making the most out of her lunch break, playing the World Series of Poker on her phone. That's disgusting. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, that's all. If you want to see more of my takes on Twitter, I'm at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. What about you, Sean? At Hey, it's S-O-B. How about you, Rich? At B underscore Walnuts. Tim Hansen is on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen. Our podcast is at Brose underscore podcast on Twitter. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast, and it's on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question that you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook and on Etsy.com, to Tess Riley for editing our show. I'm saying that twice because I'm realizing now I didn't say it last episode. Sorry. (laughs) And our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert, and you can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. All right, it's time for some plugs, everybody. Rich, what's going on with all your streaming, podcasts, and everything? Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts, where you can come and watch me play video games and things Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and sometimes on Fridays. As I said before, I'm affiliate now, so there's ads, and you can even pay me to not have ads and get emotes. 
Uh, also check out onequest.com for uh, both of our podcasts, PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show where we talk about just what's going on in Nerddom and what we've done, as well as bonus action where me and Sean and friends play Dungeons & Dragons. Sean O'Brien, uh, internet famous frisbee extraordinaire. <laughs> Hell yeah. Where can people find you uh, on, on social media throwing them throwing them discs? You can find me at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it's OB underscore Disc Golf. Currently in a, a break on the Taste Fakers podcast, but that doesn't mean you can go back and listen to our first eight episodes. We did Def Leppard and Andrew WK. We did Neurosis and Mastodon. We did System of a Down and Run the Jewels. We did Faith No More and Corn. George Jones and Craig Finn. Holy shit. We did Captain Beefheart and Helen Wolf, man. We did so many great episodes. Tom Waits and Thrice. We got some great ones coming for you in season two. We're currently in the process of working on those now. I got some research to do this week on Gene Krupa and Black Sabbath for our upcoming episode. It's going to be a great, it's a great time. Uh, but until we come back with season two, go back and listen to our first eight episodes of season one. Uh, and when we return, we'll let you know. You can go follow us on Twitter. Go subscribe to the show so you start getting getting the podcast as soon as we're pumping them out again. They usually come out every other Thursday when we're running seasons. And you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud. I'm also going to take this opportunity to talk to you about our friends at the Anchor Persons Podcast. Our boys, our buddies, our champs, our chiefs, Gene and Greg Person. Uh, putting out all the news that you didn't know you needed every week. They, as they say, they they take a moment to to lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. And if you're like them and you can't stand what you're seeing on mainstream media, can't see, can't stand what you're seeing as like the top stories on on typical news outlets, you're gonna love the Anchor Persons podcast. They skewer the news by pr- providing you with news about Estonian sports, Spanish art restoration, the latest in food crime, the podcast shopping network. They take two seemingly unrelated new stories and find how they're connected it's it's a great time it's hilarious if you enjoy our brand of humor you're going to love the anchor persons podcast available on all major podcasting platforms all right guys that's it say goodbye to the gentle listeners bye Bye. for tim hansen rich sweet and sean o'brien and the entire action moves team my name is matt casnell reminding you all to be smart about being stupid